Welcome back, my people. It's me. Welcome to Solon. It's Sierra, your host. I am very excited to be back and extra excited because I have some guests here with me. To my left, I have Lauren, and to my right, I have Jenna. And we're here to talk about all things um, on the inside of the female body. <laughs> and, you know, to just kind of rip the bandaid off, we're here to talk about the female body and its gloriousness and all the things that you may not have known about your own vagina. Hell yeah. That's what we're here to talk about. So the title of this is called The Great Discharge. We're rolling with it. We are unpacking it. We are peeling back all the layers. Um, it's going to be very educational because, yeah, you know, you don't know what you don't know, and you only know until you know. And we're here to I, – I started it off in the very first episode saying that my – um, impact for all of this was really just to learn as I go and to give and express the knowledge um, that I'm learning at the same time um, but also to come from a standpoint of like I am learning at the same time I'm not I don't know it all I'm still learning even in doing this episode um, I like put a really long pause on it because I just felt like I didn't know enough <laughs> but I feel like I should just share what I know and I wanted to have you two on so that we could talk about it and just have a conversation. Let's do it. Let's go. So we're going to dive in. Okay, so have you guys seen, I guess what kind of like sparked my interest in all of this and wanting to know more was, the, I watched two documentaries. The first one was called The Business of Being Born and The Business of Birth Control. Hmm. So we can unpack The Business of Being Born hmm. first. Um, so essentially what that like kind of went through was, <clears throat> how the, how society kind of tells women how they can have a child mm -hmm. and how you should do it, where you should do it at, um, what's deemed appropriate. And I think now in our day and age, it's, it's a lot more popular for people to have babies at home and to have doulas and midwives. Um, it's not like a foreign thing anymore. But way back when, like early 1900s, the only thing that they knew was having a baby in the hospital mm -hmm. um, on your back. And, you know, afterwards you have that huge hospital bill or whatever. Um, but that was all they knew. Um, however, after watching the documentary and just kind of like doing more research myself, I kind of was able to like figure out when the time comes, what I kind of want to do um, for myself and like what it's all based off of like my own beliefs but also like what i know that the female body can handle mm. and we are super heroes oh absolutely like 100 percent, we're superheroes absolutely and i i think after watching the documentary and reading like some other research like we're more than capable to have um babies like our bodies literally prepare for them um and I just don't like the narrative of like the government um, telling us how we should live our lives and how we can have a baby and what we can or cannot do. So that's kind of what I got from that documentary. So how do you feel about the idea of using an epidural instead of just going through and, and feeling the pain and actually like <laughs> experiencing so, birth I mean, in that sense? I guess you'll. Ne I guess I'll never really know until I'm in that position. For sure, you'll be like, give me the epidural. Because like right now, I can say like, oh yeah, I don't want an epidural. Like I'll be fine. Um, however, because I am so like, just my mindset on on all of it is to go like the natural way, mm -hmm. the whole way through. Good for you. Um, I don't know, and I th I think that your body throughout the process like maneuvers and preps you for it yeah i think i i read an article once that your body actually preps you the same way that like an epidural would yeah. and actually epidurals are super dangerous yes they're yeah. really dangerous yeah absolutely yeah. i mean it's like tapping into your spinal cord anything can happen yeah in, yeah in that sense you know and and it is interesting you, you think about people who say that like they've they see the light when a traumatic experience happens or your body essentially brings you to this like dystopia right yeah. of where it, it um 
like releases endorphins or whatever in your body where you, you don't feel the hurt or the trauma. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder if women, and this is like no hate on people using epidurals because I'll probably use one one day, but like if, I wonder if instead of going that route, if eventually you'd feel the same way if you just, if you used it or you did not. But yeah. I guess that depends on, you know, you'd have to get someone in here. To they call. talk about that in, in the True. documentary um, of some women who got epidurals and like afterwards they were, they... Um, we're saying that they wish that they never got it. Mm. Oh, wow. Because um, they wish that they kind of had, like, that different experience. And the, the females who, um, in the documentary, are telling their story about how they went, like, supernatural um, and, like, didn't use anything, um, they wish, the, the women who got the epidurals wish that they had that experience and mm. were able to feel. Because when you don't use any kind of outside medicine, um, you're able to connect with your baby more. And yeah. kind of be more in the moment of like what like I did it like they all talk about there's this moment when you don't use um, any kind of medicine um, but there's this moment of like when you finally push the baby out that you're like wow like I got past like the, the biggest mountain and I got past like the biggest feeling of pain and yeah. I did it and now my baby yeah. is here and, and then all you think about is is your baby and like, right. you know what right. you're holding and what's in front of you um, yeah, and I think that, like, I want that moment. But then that also, like, just goes to talk about, like, what we're shown as women and as, like, little girls growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're kind of taught to fear birth. Yes. And oh, to fear the 100%. pain. 100%. So, of course, by the time you get older, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get the epidural. Like, I don't yep. have the pain. Like, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're kind of scared. You're like, well, like, even I said, like, oh, I don't know, you know, until I get there, until I'm in that moment, but, like, still embrace the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny. I remember going into shoulder surgery, and the surgeon, like, kind of prepped me by saying, this will be nothing like childbirth, so just think about it that way. Like, it won't feel as bad, right? <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, what if I was having a kid tomorrow? Like, I don't, you don't know, dude. No, right. but, but realistically, it's interesting, like, like you said before, women are superheroes. Women do it time and time and time and time and time again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there is that, that connection, like you said, that that end goal of like having that baby in, in your arms. I, I just don't think there's any feeling like it. So yeah. no pain amounts to how yeah. glorious and beautiful the moment right mm-hmm. afterwards is. So it's exactly. like, I'd go, I'm sure women say, like, I'd rather go through that pain a million times over to have yep. one of the lasting yeah. effects. And also the body and the mind forgets. For sure. The body and the mind forgets, which is why we do it time and time and time yeah. again, because you always remember the end result versus yeah. the middle. Yeah. 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 So if you haven't seen that documentary, go look it up. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And then the same people who did that documentary did um, the business of birth control, which I thought was extremely interesting. Um, it also just goes through another way that America tries to make money off of Americans <laughs> and doesn't portray health first. Um, they portray well, they they portray that it's helping our health hmm. and it's putting us on the right track. But really, um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the back end of that is is not. Um, for the people, it's uh, for the money. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, and so we will get very uh, vulnerable here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, and in, in, in the documentary, they talk about one of the girls um, who is kind of like in the interview, talks about how she was first put on birth, birth control. Um, and she was saying that like for her, when she, her mom actually put her on birth control as like a, like a punishment. Mm. Um, and... I didn't relate to her story completely. However, when I was first put on birth control when I was younger, um, in my teenage years, um, it was because you know my mom found out um, that I was sexually active, um, and she was like, "Okay, well, if this is gonna happen, like, then you're gonna be put on birth control." Um, I don't know at the time if there was a lot of research, like on our end, either mine or my mom's, that went into like finding out which one. I think mm-hmm. it was just for the moment, like, this is what you're going to do, and I can't, like, kind of stop you to help protect you when I'm not around you. Um, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and then, you know, boom, bam, I was on it. Um, and when I got to the point in my life when I was um, 
you know, not active anymore, then I just stop taking it because you don't need it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but during the documentary, they talked about, and like, I just kind of connected me like, wow, I'm so glad that I'm not. I'm so glad that this, this, this. <laughs> yeah. um, because there's so many girls and their families, because they're no longer here anymore, that they were interviewing about, um, and I forget the names of the birth control, because um, there's several different ones. Mm-hmm. But there, this one in particular, um, I don't want to say it was called Loloestrin. I think it was like uh, Yaz and something else. Um, they say it in the documentary, go watch it. Um, but these girls passed away from it. Mm. Um, like the birth control killed them. Um, and, you know, the families were like, we don't want to sue um, that company for their money. We want to sue them for putting it on um, the shelves and not putting, like, may cause death mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. label. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they were saying, like, the parents were, like, you know, advocating and saying that the FDA will essentially and unfortunately approve <laughs> what will make the most money. Yeah. And sometimes yep. they approve things and put things on the shelf um, in, like, a like a test period um, and they will only like if they get the results of that test period if it makes them a certain amount of money they don't look at the negative results like who died from it Um, they just look at how much money they made from it um, and then push it through that's crazy yeah Um, so that you know to me was like wow great dip and dive (laughs) I'm out of there but um, also extremely unfortunate for the girls who you know lost their lives to it mm-hmm. however like there has to be birth controls out there that still do the original job of like what it was created for without harming you mm-hmm. um, yeah I, don't know. I think it's really hard for it and and I could go into my story. I have a very obviously negative relationship with birth control, but I, I just think putting something completely foreign in your body to make believe as though it's pregnant when it's not, yeah. nothing good can come from that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I unfortunately got a blood clot from birth control for, and from that immediately went into a stroke. And I'm thank God, not one of those. Wow. It's, it's horrible for those women who yeah. passed away. Um, but And I was very, very, very lucky in regards to what I went through. But still, I mean, it basically took a year of my life where I was injecting my stomach every single day with, with medication. I was on seizure medication. I was on, you know, all, a ton of different things, blood thinners for months on months on months. And it's so funny because, you know, as much as the government, I totally agree with you. I think this is all just like a scheme to get our money. Not only that, but it's also, um, and this is no hate on men and stuff, but I feel like men are kind of programmed now to think like, well, I can't have sex with my girlfriend unless she's on birth control um, because I don't want to get pregnant and this and that. And it's like the only reason I went on it um, was because my boyfriend at the time was like, you need to be on it in order for us to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, no, you, you could have worn a condom. Like we didn't need to do that. Right. But looking back on it, the only way I was able to get on it was not because I told my mom anything to do with me being sexually active. She's so against any medication Instead, I lied and I said that my periods were so bad, they were coming so infrequent. I I legitimately made up symptoms and I went to my gynecologist and told her all of them. And instead of testing me for anything, I was diagnosed with PCOS that I didn't have and put on birth control. And the gynecologist, my mom was fighting her, putting me on it because she didn't want me on it. The gynecologist was like, she needs to be on it or severe, severe things can happen to her when she, if she has PCOS, blah, blah, blah. So I go on it and a year and a half later, I'm in the hospital for a week and a half from a stroke. And it's just like wow. that alone goes back to exactly what you said of, you know, the FDA and like what's being fed into our minds. And it's, it's no, it really is no one's fault, but it's like what we kept being fed, even like our doctors and so on, the society. Um, I think it's once something is out in the open and, oh, this is created a lot of, of money yeah. for us. I think it's like, this is great. Let's just do it for everybody. And I remember you, Lauren, like you took your entire pack of birth control pills and threw them down the toilet that mm-hmm. day. And it's and it's it's scary that it, it just takes one person yeah. to yeah. to make you see the harmful. Yeah. 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 And it's very interesting because I had a completely different 
uh, like, yeah, a completely different experience with it. I had a positive experience, and when I took birth control, it regulated my weight, it regulated my periods, it regulated, you know, everything. But once I saw that, I was like, oh, no, I don't even want to chance it. But when I did go back on birth control after COVID had happened, they put me on a different brand, and, like, my hair was falling out, Mm -hmm. my acne, my periods were painful. I was just like, honestly, forget it. It's not even that serious. We can just, like track and like be sexually smart Mm -hmm. versus like relying on a pill to not get pregnant which is like not even 100 percent guaranteed correct so it's really not why put your body through that yeah 100 percent yeah i mean you're just putting chemicals in your body Mm -hmm. literally we know someone who like time and time again the pill didn't work yeah and Mm -hmm. it's like that person did nothing wrong the pill just didn't work Mm -hmm. so to put your body through that i don't know and like to touch on what you were saying, like the the documentary literally talks about how, um, like, birth control. Um, I forget what they're saying. Like birth control will, I think, lessen your hormones. Mm-hmm. But we need them. Yeah. Like yeah, we in order for your body to be regulated properly. Mm-hmm. goes back to what you were saying Jenna about not putting outside things in your body like Mm -hmm. your body is fully capable of doing what it needs to do to handle it and to fight you know to fight things off um I mean obviously you can't fight a baby off but um but it's it's fully capable of like working through that but we need hormones in order to in order to ovulate and you your body needs to ovulate as a part of its cycle in order to have your period Mm -hmm. and in order to have a a good period like Mm -hmm. periods aren't supposed to be extremely painful yes um they're not supposed to be super like long or super short um but i think which brings me to my next like topic um it all depends on what we're putting inside of our bodies and you know like our um our daily activities our routines Mm -hmm. um what we're eating yeah (laughs) Yeah. what like just everything and like even when it comes to when you're on your period what you're wearing whether you're wearing pads or tampons um and that kind of stuff but um i asked (laughs) i asked lauren (laughs) earlier i said myth fact or myth eating pineapples Affects <laughs> can or cannot affect your vulva, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you why I said vulva. I I don't think I've ever tried, but I always thought it was a fact. Me too. Is it a myth? I think it's a fact. I don't think anybody. I thought it, it was a myth. myth. Well, you did. Yeah. Have you tried it? No. Well, well, like, get you some what? pineapples, girl. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> get you some pineapples, grow them in your backyard. <laughs> well, if it's a thing, I mean, I'm glad to try. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so I said vulva and not vagina because I actually learned that um, we think that, like, the outside, like, well, not we, but everyone kind of, and it's in all the science books and everything, mm-hmm. um, that it's called the vagina, like, the outside or, like, the the thing as a whole is the vagina and it's not it's the vulva the vagina is like the like the inside like your like oh yeah so the whole thing the more you know (laughs) the more you know it is it really is it is um but okay so and i like i know lauren sees very differently from me in um and this topic Mm -hmm. um but i am very big on also just you know what you put in your body doesn't um, necessarily mean food and nutrition and medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if, listen, if you're having a cramp, I'm all for my dog. Mm. Do what you gotta do. Because <laughs> um, cramp yeah, is a cramp and that crap hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so do what you gotta do. But um, me is for like like tampons and pads. Um, I recently, like, I would say probably for the past four, four to five periods that I've had. Um, have switched over to non, um, like sulfate, non chlorine t- uh, pads. I don't use tampons mm. anymore, um, just because I don't think that you should. Like the point of a of a period is to clean clean your body out. Mm-hmm. It's literally like, you know, it's 
every time I say this, I like cringe on the inside, <laughs> but it's literally like your body, it's scraping the walls yes. and cleaning it, like literally scrape, that's what it is, yeah. like, and cleaning out from the inside. Yeah. Um. So in my, you know, thought process, and I've, like, let me say this, I've used tampons since I got my period, like, yeah. since I first got it when, uh, Um, but whenever I first got it and I had a traumatic experience, first time experience using tampons, I will spare you guys, but, um, (laughs) yeah, super traumatic, um, but have been using them for years, just recently stopped, um, because of my, you know, newfound knowledge and education and just wanting to do better for my body, but, um, as my body is cleaning itself out, I don't want to put anything back in it. Um, I want it to, you know, freely flow. Out. Um, yeah, yeah. No pun intended, which we'll talk about next. Um, but yeah, so I just don't use them anymore. They do have like chlorine-free tampons, mm-hmm. um, but I would just rather um, pad so they can just you know flow out. And like oh, growing up, I feel like pads had such like a negative connotation. Like, oh, you're wearing a diaper. Oh, mm-hmm. like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're gonna wear like skinny jeans or tight jeans and like have the pad on. But like honestly, I don't really care. Like I'm older. It's me. I'm a woman. This is how I was created, and my body's cleaning itself. So, like, I'm going to do what I got to do. Yeah. And I'm going to work it out. Like, do I still work out and, and wear them? 100%. I still do all my daily routines. Um, yeah, I still run, still get on the bike, still do all the things when I'm on my period with a pad on, and it's, yep. like, the same. Um, so the pads that have um, – that are chlorine-free are – it's, like, seventh, seventh Heaven um, – pads that I use and then I uh, forget the other uh, brand name but I'll link it in the um, description um yeah I forget the other name it's it's on Amazon and in Target Target has both of them oh, okay. um but I mean they, there's no difference however the chlorine that are in pads and in tampons obviously we know like if you leave a tampon in too long it's yes. uh, toxic, toxic shock, shock syndrome yeah. um, and you can 100% die Yes. Um, but the chlorine that are in pads actually affects like your uh, your cramps and your your period. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel about period panties? Um. What do you? What do you? Well, okay. Maybe I don't know. If, maybe I make the faces I don't know about them. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, explain. Me. I actually just started using them. So I used to work um, in corporate for Victoria's Secret, and they did not come up with period panties, but they were part of of the how should I say the fad that brought them out okay <laughs> and um so period panties essentially are legitimate underwear that has a like a black absorbent pad but it just feels like normal underwear mm-hmm. uh laced like within within the underwear itself and you wash them time and time again like you you rewear them yeah. you know you put them in the and it has technology within that it, it actually like absorbs everything i think it's up to like two or three tampons like the boy short ones oh, wow. you can wear a thong that has a period panty liner thingy in it um they have thongs bikinis and boy shorts i only use the boy shorts because i feel like that really yeah it, like i could sleep in those yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's like a thong and a yeah over. But yeah, it's really interesting. I was so against them for so long. Like it looks disgusting. Does it really? It like really... it absorbs more than a pad. Wow. It's unreal. Okay, so if it abs- okay, so it absorbs it, mm-hmm. but when you're like, <sighs> okay, <laughs> like going throughout the day. Yeah, like when, yeah. where does where does the flow go? Do you change like what you don't, happens? You, like don't need. I mean, if it's your first day, I probably would suggest you not wear. Okay. These. Okay. But if it's like day three through five or seven, whatever you you normally have, um, I've worn it the entire day and it's been great. Hmm. Wow. And it absorbs and it doesn't like it. it I was doesn't gonna say, grow. is it like it, mushy? No, it just feels like it's like it's a harder spot. You yeah. Know? But it no no it doesn't feel mushy. It doesn't feel like it expands in any way, shape, or form. I was so against Does it. Does it smell? I have not noticed a smell, no. Hmm. I feel like that would be my biggest concern, like, all day. Does it smell? (laughs) Everyone go try. Also, like, when you sit down, is it, like, Send me whatever whatever one that you use. I'll link it to this so that whoever's listening can click it up. I will. Wow. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'm not sure that I can commit, but <laughs> I feel like I would start off wearing them at night. Yeah. And see how it goes. I agree. Okay. You should do that. Yeah. Agreed. Or those like period cup things that I can't get. No, I, no, no, I can't. Those are. That it I freaks me out because getting it in is fine. Taking it out is like, oh my god, is it gonna? Is it gonna spill? leak all over me? I totally agree. Yeah. Gross. Okay, but getting it in also though, like it's like it's, a, just it's like, a cup. So when you. <laughs> <laughs> like when you like if you put you it in like it like it. obviously would expand like a flower right like yeah a, like a tampon but like you don't i never felt the tampon do that me neither actually like but do you feel the cup do that oh, I, I think know. it has to open up yeah because it has to like suction cup so that it doesn't leak i imagine that hurting yeah i don't even know why <laughs> but wow um um yeah wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, so my stomach can stop turning. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we're on the topic of periods, though, like, okay, I, for me, I'm going to speak for me. I remember growing up thinking that, like, you were only on your cycle when you're on your period. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm on my, I'm, 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 it's that time of month I'm on my cycle. Yeah. Um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> you are always on your cycle. What do you mean? We have a 28-day cycle. Mm-hmm. Women have a 28-day oh. cycle. So, and yeah. your period is only seven days, if it's that long, of that cycle. Yep. The other part of your cycle, <laughs> there's, like, hella phases. so much. There's hella phases. Yeah. Um, but other, like, obvious parts are the ovulation cycle. Mm. There's an ovulation part of your cycle. Leading up to that, before that... Um, it's, it's just all these other na- scientific names that I don't remember, um, but obviously are very important to the cycle. Um, but yeah. That's a good point. So 20, yeah. you're always on your cycle, and you only ovulate for one day. That I learned the other day. I had no <laughs> idea yeah. that it's literally only one day. So that I thought it was like five days. No, no, no. Well, no. you can get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. No, no, no. You can one hundred percent always get pregnant. The week before your period is like the most. Yeah. I thought it's two weeks before when you're ovulating, but I guess you only ovulate one day. Now I'm so confused. So, okay, so like the ovulation cycle, right, okay. starts two weeks um, after two weeks before your period, just to say, because it's in the middle. Yep. Um, but you're only actually ovulating one day of that cycle, of your ovulation cycle. Okay. (laughs) I thought you can only get pregnant when you're ovulating. No, girl. You can, your bodies are always working. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if a sperm wants to swim. Except when you're on your period. It will swim. Um, no, there's still a chance to get pregnant. Yeah, there's still a chance. Yikes. Well, thank God I didn't. I mean, always, (laughs) always strap up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's still definitely a chance to to get pregnant when you're on your period. I mean, after, once your period's over, um, like that day or two after is like the lowest chance. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a chance. I thought it was like day one of your period. It's a chance, honey. It's not like a, not at all. It's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) You're chancing it out here. Right. I just because I just want to share the knowledge. <laughs> like, wow, the light is really shining here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you can also tell none. Not you're good. Um, you can also tell like what phase you're on by your discharge, your vaginal discharge. Okay, what do you mean by, like, color or? Yeah, color, consistency, like, if it's more milky. Jenna! Ma'am! If it's more milky, um, you're closer to, to ovulating. Okay. Or, like, like getting there. Okay. Um, obviously, you do spot, a, like, a couple days before, before you're ovulating. Yeah. You do kind of spot a little bit, or, like, it's, like, that lightish pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. think you're about to be on your period or not. Um... And then obviously some people spot leading up to their period, so you know your period's coming. Um, like the why are you looking at me like? Are you taking this in? But I'm also interested because now I'm going back again because I still like can't grasp this. That you only ovulate for one day. Yeah. So, but you know when you're ovulating, it's like you feel like you're peeing all day long. Yeah. Like I feel like that happens for me for like. You're like extra. I'm gonna say you're extra wet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For like yeah. four days for me though. Yeah, but it because it's a cycle. Your body it is varies. your body is prepping itself mm-hmm. for interesting the bang. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, I'm keeping it, but whatever. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't even think about it. I just said that all the time. Oh, my God. Wow. A lot my of own puns. vocabulary gets me back. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that's also how you can tell, like, if you're off, like, if something's not right, something is right. Oh, that's true. Um, however, like, all of this, I literally know all of this because of the Flow app. Mm-hmm. Not a paid partnership. If, if, if we want it to be, though... Holla at your girl. Um, but <laughs> not a paid partnership. However, um, I've, like, growing up, have used tons of, like, different um, apps to, like, track my period and just kind of know, like, when it's coming. Yeah. After a while, like, if you have your routine and you are, um, you know, not changing what you're eating so much, if you're eating the right things, if you're eating healthy, um, obviously your body becomes very um, healthy and is on a routine. Um, so your period becomes very normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can track it that way. If you don't want to use an app or whatever, you can track it that way. However, I mean, life is life. Things happen. Things are always, you know, happening, whatever. If you're not super disciplined to have that kind of routine. Um, either way, I've always had, like, gone through different kind of apps or whatever. This is probably the best one period tracking app ever, but it's also extremely educational. Yeah. Like, it's very educational. This is literally how I know most of this stuff, like aside from the documentaries and whatever, but like literally how I know the 20-day cycle, the ovulating, just discharge, vulva, vagina, all of that. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I said it so aggressively, but, but um, that's literally like where I know all of this. And there's just just tons of links. And you can like, if you pay for it, you can like chat with experts mm-hmm. about whatever, like Really? Literally, whatever. I've never, never, ever, ever in my whole entire adult life tracked my period. It was always like, surprise, Mm -hmm. I'm here. (laughs) Um, But this has been the best ever. It's like the same as using birth control without the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you're counting down, you're like, oh, okay, here are my, like, sugar pills or whatever. My period's about to start. But I don't even need that because this is so spot on. It's crazy. Really? It's like, okay, your period's going to start tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then tomorrow comes. I'm like, literally. <gasps> Alert. Wow. It says, please log your period. I'm like, you're right. Here she literally is. Literally happens to me. <laughs> like, my, today's my it's first, crazy. The first day of my period. Literally, um, not yesterday, but day before, it said your period's going to start. Your period should be starting. I was like, no, it's not because it didn't come around this time. Last last month, so like, you're tripping. Yep. Um, kept going. Yesterday, I was like crying, like whatever. Life is happening. <laughs> However, I was like crying more on things. And I was like, what's going on? I looked at the app and it was like, um, you should be in it. Like, it'll send you like little alerts, like you should be feeling this way or are you feeling this way? Um, and it said like, you should be feeling like this. Are you feeling, are things like, um, are, are things affecting you more? Um, really? It could be PMSing. I was like, wow, today, first day. So how long does it, how long, <laughs> wow. yeah, on it. how long does it take for you, I guess, inputting your own, ske- like, cycle in before it actually understands? Um, I would say probably, like, two to three. I'm going to try to pull mine up right now. Oh, that's yeah. pretty great. Um, so I was going to say, you. it got me pretty quick. I think the first one was off, and then the second one was pretty yeah. spot on. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because it'll ask you, like, what are your symptoms? What are you feeling today? All the way leading up mm-hmm. to your period. And then it'll be like, okay, so now we can, like, recalibrate for the next one. Got yeah. it. Yeah. That's cool. And even when you're on your period, they'll ask you, like, you know, how are you feeling yeah. today? Are you feeling any cramps? Whatever. How, and then, like, you know, how heavy, how light, so what kind of gauges. See, it'll ask you. Oh, that's Like, cool. what are you feeling? Yeah. And you'll apply it, like, five days to your period. And then it tells you all this stuff, like, your symptoms, chances of getting pregnant are low. Yeah, it tells you all that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. So hmm. It's cool. Download the app. I'll put it in the in the description. Um, it's the Flow app. It's phenomenal. Um, okay. Also, I wanted to talk about um, Yoni Health. Do you guys know about about Yoni? I only know Yoni. a little bit, so you'll have to teach us. Okay. So Yoni is just a very um, nice way of saying um, vaginal health, vaginal health. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, yeah, it's just 
Yoni, it's pretty. I like that. I like that. So essentially, it's um, there's tons of different ways to. There's like yoni medicines that are more herbal, um, but it's all for like the cleansing of um, your vulva. But okay, so I do want to say this though that I also learned from the Flow app is that your vagina will clean itself. So like you don't have like when you're in the shower, you it's actually not good for you to put like um, scented soaps mm-hmm. and stuff like that like up there. So like if you're douching like using a, a, a douche thing mm-hmm. um which i've never done before but if you are it's like not good for you mm-hmm. because your vagina actually does clean itself like yeah it messes itself. with your ph yes yes mm-hmm. um so that kind of made me think like mm, is this uni health stuff like is it gonna mess up something like if my vagina cleans itself out like do i need um a yoni cleanse mm-hmm. um but i i did it today okay and tell us <laughs> Okay, Tell so us. I don't really know. I, I went into it thinking I was supposed to have, like, this euphoric moment of, like, when it was over with, like, wow, my vagina's <laughs> clean. I feel clean. I'm a new woman. Like, that's how I kind of went into it thinking. Um, but I didn't have that euphoric moment. Mm. I, you know, so, like, you um, boil the water. You put the herbs in the water. You let it sit for a little bit. Um, and then once it cools off but not too much, then you put it in the bowl. You put the bowl in the toilet. Um, and then you sit on it and you put a blanket um, around you to like keep the, the steam in um, and you sit there for like 15 to 30 minutes. So did all of the above, sat there. Um, I'm, I'm just going to walk you through it. Okay. So <laughs> walk us through it. I sat down um, and the very, the, when I first sat down, of course it's hot steam. So I was like, wow, this is hot. Like on my area. And I, I don't know why I didn't think of like steam being hot down there, and I just, yeah. I just, I didn't prep myself for that. So that was, um, that was a lot <laughs> for me. And that, like, the first couple of seconds, it was a shock, jarring. Um, yeah. And then I just kind of sat there and I was like, okay, this is kind of gonna be a long fifteen to thirty minutes. Like, am I gonna make it the whole thirty? No, like, <laughs> I, I don't want this. Burning. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? Read your book. So. I read my book. After I started reading my book, I just kind of, like, forgot that I was even sitting there. Um, and then by the time it was up and, like, the 30 minutes was over and for me to get up, um, I don't know. I just kind of felt like I was sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes. <laughs> so, no, with, with the heat there, doesn't that make you have to pee? Um, so, when I first sat down, okay, I don't know if it's, like, my mind, but when I sit on the toilet, I, like... Even if I don't have to go to the bathroom, yeah. if I'm sitting on the toilet, I feel like I have to. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, adding, like, heat? Yeah. So, but I think I was, like, trying to fight that feeling. <laughs> so, but, so I didn't. I didn't. But, I mean, even if I did, like, okay, well, whatever. It's sterile. I guess I'm just yeah. sitting. <laughs> I guess I'm just sitting here with my pee mixed in. I don't know. With, I don't with know. Pee, I don't, like, pee. of course it would be mixed in because it's in the bowl. Yeah, exactly. So, like, there's nowhere else for it yeah, to go. Yeah, what is it going to do? <laughs> um, but no, I didn't. I'm like, I kind of felt like that when I first sat down just because like when I do sit on the toilet, I just instantly feel yeah, like I go to the yeah. bathroom. Um, but I, I, got, I got over that. So would you recommend it or you, you can't, you don't know at this I point? I feel like I should do it like two or three more times to okay. really like maybe see the, res- the results. Mm-hmm. Like, because if it's clean, if it's yoni cleansing, then that means like the, it's cleansing from the inside out. Yeah. So I don't feel like I would have this, if I'm using that logic, I don't feel like I would have this moment of like, ah, mm-hmm. cleanse, you know? Yeah. So like, what is, um, what is its like purposes? What is it supposed to do? Um, I guess, so this is where I'm learning at the same time. <laughs> okay. And okay. not extremely like knowledgeable, but, um, it's supposed to like cleanse you out. Like, okay. Like balance Herb- you herbally. out, yeah. Okay, all right. But like, so I guess like the pH balance. Yeah. Balance Honestly, I feel like googling this. <laughs> what is the? Let's okay. Google it. Yeah, because, because I I agree with you. I feel like I've heard and I'm I'm terrible because I use it every day. But I use like the summer's eve like mm, vaginal wash. Yeah. And vulva wash. And, <laughs> um, uh, rebranding. Yeah, uh, for real. And I I uh. 
I'm like to the point where I can't even imagine not using that every single day. And like I use the wipes and like I'm so okay. about it. You are know? you supposed are you supposed to use them? No, I've read no. that it's actually Isn't it not good? For you. Yes, yeah. it's not it's good horrible. for you. Which is crazy because in my mind it's like I won't take birth control, I won't do this, I won't do that, but yeah. I'll clean my with something you're not supposed to it's interesting but I also like get like itchy if I don't now I think my body's like used really to yeah I wonder if like that's a reaction to or placebo or placebo yeah true but not to take it away from uh like lady talk but like if you take Zyrtec for a really long time your yeah. body gets so used to it, and then if you stop taking it, you feel like side effects like that, like itchy and tired and nauseous. So I'm just wondering if it's something that's like seeping into your skin where it's not supposed to, that's giving you kind of like a withdrawal type symptom. That's so interesting. That's something that you should look into. Yeah. Okay. So I got quiet because that was. Audible. No, you're good. <laughs> um. So this says vaginal steaming involves exposing the vaginal the wow the vagina. <laughs> To steam, to cleanse it, and enhance its health. Uh. Um, other names for the practice include V-steaming or Yoni-steaming. The practice has recently made the news due to celebrity reports that tout a variety of benefits ranging from relieving period discomfort to improving fertility. However, oh. there is not any uh, scientific evidence to prove that vaginal steaming works. No research studies have tested vaginal steaming or its benefits. Interesting. So. And it can't be bad. There's no. nothing bad about it. No. So we should all try it. Improving health. I mean, I have some extra herbs, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we should do it together, but I have uh, some we have to provide. a session? No, <laughs> ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. I'm all about getting together and talking about it, but not doing it. You know, I'm. you're, you're good. That's so funny. Let's shut the doors. I wonder if there's, like, spas that you go to in yeah, other it said, it said countries. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, you yeah. steam, you can you tell me turn that into yeah. a, a 100%. Spa. Get out of here. All right, ladies, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> LOL. Um, okay, wait. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, when it was last week, the day that we like voted, voting day, uh-huh. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I reposted a reel that this lady did. It's, uh, <gasps> oh my God, yes. I forget the name of, um, forget what she called it rovers oh Roe versus bros mm-hmm. Roe versus bros and she was interviewing guys asking them about like the female body like asking them questions about okay. i think one of the questions she asked the guy she said how long does or how how many tampons does a girl use on average during their period and then one of the guys said two oh total. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, um God. I think she asked one of them, what does it mean when when the girl's on her period? Mm-hmm. And the guy said she's ovulating. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's mm-hmm. no yeah. way. Yep. So the whole point was to this show that, like, you know, men don't know about female bodies. Um, which, like, oh, cool. That's okay. Yeah. Because um, I don't, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's okay. You know why I think um, that is, though? Because I think women are, don't feel comfortable talking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Right? Because it's like, I, I mean, we're very open women. Yeah. But a lot of my friends, like, I feel like the last thing that they do is talk to their partner about, like, their period. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Which, I'm glad that you said that. Get a partner that is that supports you in that. Like, yes. Yeah. A partner that supports you on solo dates. Mm-hmm. Episode one. <laughs> a partner that supports you in your personal development and pushes you for that. Episode two, okay? And then this one, well, please, yes. <laughs> go back and listen to them if you haven't. But, like, um, no, for real. Like, a partner who is interested in knowing mm-hmm. about, because, like, it's our right. You should know about your, your own, first of all, your own body and what it's capable of absolutely um but also like your partner even if your partner if it's a different different sex same sex whatever um i feel like you should both support each other in knowing mm-hmm. what your yeah. bodies are capable of i agree yeah um yeah cause... have you ever watched those tiktoks where and i feel like it's just not real but i wish it was real when <laughs> men bring like they know that the woman is on their first day period uh, and they bring, and they bring like the candy yeah like the little teddy bear this and that and i'm like Luke, why don't you do that? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
Luke, she loves you. <laughs> she loves you. She never said that. <laughs> We're editing um, it out. <laughs> no, but with that, with that real, like, that the girl was doing, it just kind of puts in perspective to you. And, like, it's what she was saying. Like, what she did it for was that, like, you know, guys don't know the female body. So yeah. why, why are they in place to enforce laws mm-hmm. telling us what to do? Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to talk, like, I wanted to talk about that. Um, I think at first, when it first happened um at the beginning of this year Mm -hmm. um I okay so I'm always at first very quiet about um those kind of heavy topics and like what I kind of think Mm -hmm. um especially if I don't know much about it um then I'll start to do my research and then kind of like put it together but I think that on this specific one I think I was just like really quiet because I didn't know what to say because I couldn't believe that we were at this like point yeah mm. as like a country <laughs> um even though florida new york they're on their own you know wavelength and, thank god like, it's still it's still legal to be a woman mm-hmm. that's how i say it in, yeah. in florida in in new york um which i only focus on those two states because that's where i frequent the most um but uh, it's just sad to know that like it's sad. Yeah. I mean, we literally regressed like 70 years. Yeah. 50 to 70 years we have regressed. We've literally they've literally steamrolled everything that women have done to get yeah. to this point. Yeah. It's horrible because those people in the other states who can't get abortions and who people are um you know, getting prizes for telling on them, getting money yeah. literally, and now they're going to some alleyway and getting a hanger abortion and dying so was it worth it at the end of the day yeah you know like what like if you're not going to give the fetus the rights of a person you can't tell a woman what to do with it yeah my personal opinion yeah but yeah i'm sure others feel differently but what do you think I don't know. I feel like it's a very heavy topic. It's just dependent on like whether you're religious or not, whether mm-hmm. you yeah. like. So I fully, fully believed in abortion for a while, and mm-hmm. then now that I found the person that I'm going to marry, it's like I totally flipped. But that doesn't mean that I have a right to say what you guys should do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that um, I think that there are reasons why certain laws are put into place, but then they get so. Uh, out of line so for example and don't quote me because right it's like i haven't done the research or anything because i'm more so on the side of this is ridiculous and women should do what they want to do but there was a whole piece of apparently like selling like fetus parts for xyz and so like i think the people who are so on the other extreme right of abortion shouldn't happen this and that are fed this maniacal information of like Oh, what goes into this vaccine is fetus parts from aborted babies and yada yada. And like you hear that and anyone who hears that is going to say, screw abortions. They Mm -hmm. shouldn't be allowed. And then anyone who hears the opposite effect of like a mother that can't give birth to their baby has to go to full term and is not allowed to get an abortion. That's also super screwed up too, right? And it's like, I feel like not only in women's studies, but in general, politics is so skewed either way instead of it being looked at as like this general like middle ground and I think that that's what makes it really hard for everyone but in general like you should be able to do what you want when you want Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I hope that for the sake of like women and all of us I hope that we like as a country can get back to that yeah um in in a safe way yes you know Mm -hmm. um and not with hate or negativity. Like, I just hope that we can get back to where, you know, we can do, we like can make our own make choices decisions for, for our ourselves. Yeah, yeah. without somebody else telling us um, what to do. But I think, like, the biggest thing that I took from that, and honestly, probably, no, it honestly sparked um, my, like, passion in wanting to know more about the the, the female body. Mm-hmm. And like what we're capable yeah. of, because I refuse for a man to tell me what I can do about with my own body and to it. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna know what I'm fully capable of as a woman, um, and everything that my body is capable of doing. Yeah. Um, so that I know, 
Um, but I also think that like that's something that we as women have to know and have to be very intentional yeah. on, which is like one of the things I want to do for my birthday, like this whole year is be very intentional. Um, so I'm just always coming back to that. But like, I think it's, it's very important for us to be very intentional on knowing that information, mm-hmm. even if it's just like small snippets, like it's a 28 day cycle, you yeah. only ovulate for one day. Like it's still information that like, <laughs> makes us us yeah Absolutely. that you know these are conversations that you the more that you know you can have that conversation with your future daughter mm-hmm. um i can have this conversation with my mom maybe things that like i didn't know or that she didn't know um that i've learned or things that she knew and maybe that we never talked about mm. um because you know i'm sure that there's there's not <laughs> we didn't talk about absolutely <laughs> everything yeah, growing yeah. Up. Oh. Um, but I think it just kind of, it educates you more. And that's this whole thing, like always learning, always knowing. I don't know everything. I'm learning in the process. Um, but the goal is to keep learning and to bring people along with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. we're superhuman. We are superhuman. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys! That was phenomenal. We are, wait, what is, um, what's that Alicia Keys song? Um, I don't know. I'm going to end it there. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, come on. Come through. That should be the outro. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Well, guys, that is, uh, that's what we have. Did you guys want to add anything before I close it out? No, I don't no. think so. Wow, we love it. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. We have to do this again. This This was was fun. fun. Wow, I really love this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love this. Uh, Well, I hope you enjoyed um, not just me being the only one um, babbling and talking and having my (laughs) guests with me. Um, Like I said, I'll link everything in there that we talked about so that you guys can go get them, try it out, whatever. Also, like, start to learn for yourself Um, and have these conversations. Like, the point of this episode is for men women to have these conversations that you know aren't already being had um and to learn more so let's grow together let's learn more together and until next time fam go love yourself go do what sets your soul on fire bye